The Fringe, only on Late Nights on K-Talk. Now, uh, you may remember a few weeks ago we spoke about the idea of a bucket list, those things that we'd like to do before we kick the proverbial bucket. And for some it may be summiting Mount Everest, for others running a marathon, and for some it might be singing Je regrette rien at the top of the Eiffel Tower. But... What if bucket lists aren't your thing? Uh, maybe you're happy to take life as it comes without feeling the need to tick off a number of obligatory events and adventures in order to determine whether, in fact, you've lived your life to the fullest. Well, then you're not alone. Uh, Sunday Times columnist, column, columnist Ndemisa Nhobo wrote an article recently titled Kicking the Bucket List, in which he introduces the idea of a bucket list or an anti-bucket list uh, containing things that he suggests you've tried only to realise that you don't actually want to do them. Uh, and Demiso joins us now to explain why he's rejecting the idea of a bucket list. Uh, so if you've ever felt pressure to compile a list of must-do-before-you-die events or activities, uh, then perhaps uh, the next uh, 20 minutes will help you look at it from a different perspective. Uh, and Demiso, welcome. Great to have you on the show. No, thank you very much for having me. Yeah. Where did this idea come from then? Because we've spoken re- very recently uh, on the show about the idea of a bucket list and people sort of dutifully sent in their ideas of what they would like to have on a bucket list. But nobody actually said, you know what, SG, I'm completely uninterested in a bucket list. But when I read your article, I thought, hmm, this this is actually ringing true with me. <laughs> despite the fact that Despite the fact that I have actually bungee jumped twice uh, as a black person, which I know that you note uh, on... <laughs> In the article is something only for crazy white people, but I'm hands up. I have twice bungee jumped as a person of color. You know, I have to say this. I have to give props to to someone that actually gave me the idea on Facebook uh, of all places. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone called um, uh, Karen Peterson. She she just comes up with this thing. She's like, oh, everyone talks about a bucket list, but quite honestly, you know, I she's more interested in her in her bucket list because it's like she's tried so many things uh, that, uh, you know, that she, she just thought to herself, this is, this is madness, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it, it actually yanked me back to my very first collection of uh, satirical essays. I, I wrote a, a book called uh, Some of My Best Friends Are White, yes. where I actually I, I wrote <laughs> an, an, entire, an entire chapter just talking about how it is I don't care uh, for a whole lot of, of stuff. And I, I've always just said, you know, being black is, is adventurous enough. You know, just yeah. living, yeah. just walking from one one part of the township to a different street yeah. is, 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 is adventurous enough. And I'm not interested. And this is from my corporate days where I remember doing something called micro lighting, where you're sitting, like this thing is like the size of a lawnmower, the engine, <laughs> and you're hovering above the earth. And I'm thinking to myself, the earth, and I'm thinking to myself, but why am I doing this? I mean, I've got enough excitement in my life. <laughs> and so the whole idea of a, of a, of a bucket list, just, I'm like, oh my goodness, these are the things. You know how it is, uh, certainly, that where people always want to make you feel like you're inadequate because you haven't climbed Kilimanjaro. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to climb Kilimanjaro. I'm not interested. You know, so that's, that's where it actually came from. The, the, what makes me laugh about this is that it, it's so true. There, There is this thing, and I think more with social media, where every single moment of our lives is uh, is photographed and imaged and WhatsApped and uh, Facebooked into people's lives, is yeah. that at no point 
does a day go by that somebody isn't doing something that they want to show off about? It, it's it's constant. So there's always this thing of oh you know, and I'm I'm helping to do this and I'm doing that and I'm climbing this and I'm I'm learning language number fifteen and and it's like oh shut up, go away. And actually, actually, no one cares. Yeah. I mean, let's be, can we just be honest? <laughs> you know, we really we do these things as if now you know oh I went and I and I did this and you're thinking to yourself. You know, say 200 years ago, my great-grandfather would probably have been fighting off some army yeah. and, you know, defending the village and going out and conquering and doing things. Like, literally, I'm supposed to, to feel excited because, you know, I jumped off a plane. Uh, <laughs> I don't understand. What, what am I doing? What am I achieving? Um, other than just sitting there and possibly... You know, getting to the uh, to the bottom, and and I've sold my pants. I mean, I I don't, I don't understand. I, you know, we we really are creating a whole lot of pressure uh, on ourselves that is so unnecessary. Do you think that at the root of this, because the more you're talking, the more I think, you know what? A, a lot of this is just rooted in privilege. You've got so much opportunity and money uh, that you you are able yeah. to say, you know what? Actually, uh, for the next couple of weeks, we're going to be climbing Mount Everest. Um, because actually, if the reality for most people is that, as you say, uh, life is is adventure enough, just getting from uh, sun sun up to sundown, without having to say, oh, you know, and, and what I really need to do when I'm fifty is suddenly circumnavigate the globe uh, in a rowing boat. Good God! I mean, look at look at look look around you. I mean, I know you out in the Republic of Cape Town. I know you guys hate. Save that. me, brother. I mean, <laughs> I don't. But think about it. In this country, in where we come from, are we so insulated from the reality around us that honestly we need to be looking for for adventure outside of just staying alive in South Africa? Really? I mean, in my house, I've got a button, I've got a panic button, I've got all sorts of gadgets around me just to help me stay alive. When I get to my gate, I press this button for the gate and I look around, is there anyone coming? And Honestly, do you really need any more adrenaline rush than just staying alive in South Africa right now? I mean, can we be serious about this? We live in, in, in Africa, and possibly the most violent part of Africa, well, you know, other than the war zones. But honestly, we, we live here. And I, I, I think that we are, our brains are so steeped in the Western paradigm. We consume too much Netflix. We consume too much Hollywood. We consume, so we, you know, almost feel like we need to fit in by doing things that quite frankly you know I mean, just walking through the streets of Job like, is exciting enough for me you know <laughs> so everyone should essentially just take a trip to Hillbrow and then just that's their entire bucket list done sorted we don't need to start leaping off buildings and things is that what you're saying uh, look <laughs> look listen I mean honestly speaking you know you live in this you live in this country there's so much excitement the new cycle it's crazy. You're on Cape Talk. You know, you you stumble from one crisis to another every single day. You forget about things. You forget about the child that went missing last week. Yeah. You know? In other countries, this would be part of the news cycle for the next six months. People mm. going, you know, like they're looking for... Remember a couple of years ago, everyone talking about baby Michaela? All of us knew about this. And, and you're sitting there and you're like, 
How many children go missing in this country? But, I mean, I don't want to go into the morbid and depress everyone about this. But what I'm saying is this, is that I think that bucket lists are really for people. Remember that uh, massive hierarchy of needs that we all... Yes, 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 yes. ...crammed into us? Mm. But honestly, in this country, a lot of people and a lot of us are really still just scrambling around the physiological needs part of things. And bucket lists, for me, are kind of... So much at the self-actualization part of the pyramid, right at the top, for people who need to sit there and, and, and you know, they contemplate, you know, the meaning of life. I mean, can you imagine being a, a Greek peasant? You know, you're sitting there, you're wanting to go to work, you, you're busy trying to just, you know, agriculture has just been discovered. And there's Socrates and Plato sitting there talking about, you know... <laughs> Say to me, so what, what What do you think uh, about, you know, is a table a table after you remove one leg? I mean, I think that bucket lists kind of reside in that kind of realm. I mean, I, I don't get it. I, thought, I don't understand why it is that we're so obsessed with that sort of thing, you know? So listen, how about then if we reframe it? Because because I, I can't, I'm not convinced that throwing bucket lists out completely is a good idea because I think somewhere in those lists at some point, um, if we perhaps make them slightly more altruistic in, in nature. So if, if there are a number of rules perhaps that we could apply to the bucket list, which is number one, you cannot talk about what you're doing on your bucket list on social media. Nobody else needs to know. If and and your bucket list has to be your bucket list activities have to be something that are genuinely actually going to benefit another human being, and you don't get to shout about it on on social media. That seems to be a start. I well, you know what? I, I cannot fault that, uh, and and each one to his own, do you know, or her own. And that and the thing for me about them is is the fact that then what happens is that they become like sort of an albatross around your neck. Now yeah. you absolutely have to you do have this to do thing them. now. Now you have to do this thing. Meanwhile, I really think that, you know, for for most of us, we just need to follow the the natural grain of our existence or our lives. You know, as in, you know, if if it happens, it happens. You know, even though I do have things that are in my what I call my fuck it list, well I don't I didn't name it that. Mm-hmm. But honestly speaking, it, it kind of is one of those things where some things I really do not need to do. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, you know, if you say to me, I need to go and, and take a tour through Buckingham Palace. What the hell? Like, why would I want to go to Buckingham, <laughs> Buckingham Palace? You know, my wife, a couple of years ago, I mean, took me on uh, on a tour of Edinburgh. And, and this is because um, I'm, I'm 116th Scot. So I was like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm going to go to Scotland and so on. And I get to this building, and quite honestly, I was bored out of my mind. And I'm sitting there. Well, this is like this used to be a castle. People used to live here. This has been preserved, which is brilliant. I, I love that. I, I appreciate history and so on. But no one lives here. So why am I walking around an empty house with people telling me, "Okay, this and that person got hanged here." I'm like, "Okay, so they got hanged." And then what happens is. When you think about the the total trip, the entirety of it, by the time we finished um, touring Scotland, the one thing that we actually remembered is uh, an afternoon that we spent, my wife and I, at a pub called The Last Drop, which used to be a pub where 
people, you know, people who are about to get hanged from those castles used to go and be given uh, a pint, a mug of beer, and they used to drink it, and then they'd go and get hanged. And who even knows whether that story is true? You know, it could just be an absolute mess, you yeah. know, conjured up for, for tourists. I don't care. But for me, that's one of the most enduring uh, memories of that entire city, Edinburgh, you know. Uh, and, and so for me, the next time I go to Scotland, guess where I'm going first? I'm going to the last drop, the pub where I sat and I had, I had a, a, a good time. Not going up some castle and walking around being told about who got hanged there, you know? So listen, so here's, here's the thing. And in the article, you do say at the end of the article that, you know, in, in, um, in forwarding these views that you hold, you may end up sort of being um, being labelled as somebody completely unadventurous and having uh, the adventurous spirit of, you say, bottom-feeding plankton. Presumably you're not worried about that, though, at all, um, which I wouldn't be either. I couldn't give a... <laughs> I couldn't give a hoot if people think, oh, SJ, you're so unadventurous. I think, oh, no, come on. I'm, I'm doing a, all right. I have absolutely no such fear about my life. I live my life the way that I live it, uh, you know, at the pace that, that, that suits me. Uh, I know how adventurous I am. I know how unadventurous I am. I know the things that I get, get up to that, uh, you know, I couldn't share with the missus. You know, I know that I've got Ooh. friends who, who, yeah, I mean, the ones that, you know, you, you, you up and go with a couple of friends and it's like, oh, we're going to just have a few beers. Hmm. And then friends, I'm like, hmm, have you ever, you know, been given a bath? For what? <laughs> right. Hold the phone. What? Have you ever been given a bath? I no, need I to haven't. know. No, I need more information. Who asked you that question? Have you ever been given a bath? What are you, Eddie Murphy and coming to America? What's happening? You know, believe it or not, uh, in, this, in this city of gold, there are actually houses where you can actually go and literally... Uh, go off and said, you know, I'd like, you know, to be given a bath. And I remember thinking to myself, hmm, you know, I might want to actually try this. <laughs> not that I have. Sure. Not officially, not on radio in any way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not that you're going to admit to, to Sarah Jane King on Cape Talk. I, that, has absent, that has changed the trajectory of the conversation extraordinarily uh, to somewhere that I, I want to just keep running with that. That is phenomenal. Have you ever been given a bath? See, that's the thing. There's going to be people listening that were, that were with you. Up until that point, and Demisa, who like, yeah, who needs to have a bucket list? What a load of nonsense! The minute you start bringing in the possibility of somebody giving you a bath, they're like, right, get me a pen and paper, let's go. <laughs> Number one, you know, have bath. You know, I I write a lot of things with my tongue very firmly in my cheek, and and I jest a lot about it. I mean, it is the nature of the column that I write. However, that said, I have to say this. I have to say that, you know, for me. Uh, I do tend to take um, these columns and I write, and somewhere right in the middle of it is like a nugget of um, a philosophical thought that you know that bothers me all the time. And it really is about this thing. It's about the fact that when I finally kick the bucket, uh, get it, get it. When I finally, mm-hmm. you know, when I finally get there, um, I really like to believe that when I look back. I'm going to say to myself, um, you know, I don't think I'll be worried about 
whether I ticked off everything on my bucket list. I don't think I'll be worried about was I, you know, such a great human being? Did I contribute so much to humanity? But I think that what I, what will worry me is about an issue that I, is at the core of of existence, which is, did I really, literally, do everything in in in, in my power to immerse myself in this in this phenomenon that we call life, and did exactly what I wanted to do? Do I regret? The things that, because I'm, I'm not so worried about regretting things um, that I did in my life. I do worry about the things that I didn't get to do. Mm. But the things that I didn't get to do will absolutely have to be things that I really wanted to do. Mm. And so, saying to me, "Have you ever, you know, climbed up all the way to the top of the Eiffel Tower?" You know, my wife and I have, you know, we're traveling, and she says, "Oh, wouldn't you like to just go up the London Eye?" I'm like. I do not need to to see this. There's so many other points in London where you can get a vantage point of of London and 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 then really get to uh, you know to enjoy the city. It's been brilliant slash hilarious slash eye opening having you on the show, uh, Ndumi. So thanks so much for joining us, and uh, hopefully we can we can chat to you again soon. It is my pleasure.